So we are so excited. We're the Homeworkies Podcast, and we are here celebrating President's Day and decided to do a special bonus episode. And I'm Rachel, and Amber is here. Hi, everybody. And uh, are you having a, a nice President's Day? Oh, you know it. Just relaxing, not having work. Oh, thanks, you presidents. <laughs> That's right. A special guest here with us for this podcast. One of our favorite Hallmarkies on Twitter is here. Her name is Emma, and she goes by the Hall Remark on Twitter. And uh, Emma, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Emma from the Hall Remark. <laughs> Don't know awesome. what else to say. <laughs> I'm well, very, you, very, very excited to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. It's so nice. And you do basically kind of recaps on uh, the uh, some of these movies, correct? Yes, I do. Um, I started with Countdown to Christmas 2017. I actually hadn't been able to watch Hallmark movies for about two years, which was terrible because we cut the cord and just had Netflix and Hulu. But um, this year, I begged my husband. I said, please, I have to watch these Hallmark movies. So we got Sling, and it has just changed my life. <laughs> but um, one night, I thought, oh, man, I just have to recap these. I have to review them. It's going to make things so much fun. And it has. So I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And you started, what was, it was uh, the, the Christmas podcast blog only, and then you were like, you know what? This is a year-round thing. Yeah, I made too many friends. <laughs> and I was just having a lot of fun with it, and I just had to take it year round. Yeah. There was no way I couldn't. Well, I mean, Hallmark takes it year round, so uh, you know, you they you just have to. I had no idea how intense it was, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. It just makes the whole year great. Yeah, and I feel like this year is, like, twice as intense as last year. They're just getting, like, exponentially more involved in <laughs> making movies. Yeah. It's a lot. It's like true. Sure. I was thinking about that yesterday. I'm like, yeah, Wedding March 3 didn't even make the Valentine's Day cut. Like, I mean, they, they, <laughs> they, have, they have very high standards this year <laughs> for <laughs> countdown to Valentine's Day or Christmas or whatever it might be. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, once they kind of draw you in, then you're, you're in, uh, here in Hallmarkies and, and, uh, we're glad that you decided to stay and that, uh, you came back to us, uh, <laughs> with your sling subscription. This is good. <laughs> that was not an ad, by the way. No one cares for me to endorse them, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for welcoming me with open arms. Oh, good. So what we decided to do today in honor of president's day is we are talking about four movies that have we decided kind of have a hallmarkish feel to them uh, and so we picked four movies that are most of they're basically about like the president's kids <laughs> and uh we're gonna talk about them and uh, it's gonna be fun Yes, and uh, full disclosure, this was my idea, and I pushed for it, and Rachel kept trying to add movies that weren't about children, and I was like, no, Rachel, this is what's happening, and essentially it derived from me finding out that Rachel had never seen Chasing Liberty, 
And then I have been wanting to podcast with Ha Remark, Miss Emma, about any Disney Channel original movie for quite a while. And I was like, <laughs> Chasing Liberty, My Date with the President's Daughter. Oh, there's only two more. This is perfect. So that's where that came from. So this, if this ends up not being great, it's Amber's fault. It's, Am- it's actually Rachel's fault for not liking them. <laughs> I can safely say, however, that one of these movies is the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh and that is gosh. not an exaggeration. I don't know which one. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, <laughs> I liked, I liked two of them fine. One I actually liked more than I expected, and quite a bit. And uh, yeah, two of them were pretty rough for me. So uh, it's interesting. We did a poll on our Twitter, and shockingly to me, at least, <laughs> the winner <laughs> was first daughter, which is not one of my surprisingly good ones uh for me uh so i guess we should start with that because it's it's the favorite of the fans so yeah interesting (laughs) so we'll see what i think (laughs) (laughs) so first daughter it came out in 2004 and it stars katie holmes who plays the daughter of the president obviously and uh, she is just feeling antsy and she wants to be out on her own and she's going away to college and and all kinds of shenanigans unfold uh and i was not a fan of this one i i just i have to admit like certain actresses and actors i'm more inclined to enjoy than others and katie holmes is just not one of those actors for me and i just find her grading she just i just don't like her as an actress very much and who knows maybe uh you know she'll have a a a taylor cole moment where uh, i'll like you know really like one of her movies i don't know but uh, i just even like it was a major upgrade in the dark night for them to go to maggie gyllenhaal i think (laughs) from her uh I, she's just not my favorite and i so that was a big barrier in my enjoyment of this film the fact that she was the lead plus i just thought that she seemed too old for the part and uh because i think she was like 26 when she made this movie and she's supposed to be like you know 17 18 uh, i don't know i it was i just didn't like it very much what about you amber what do you think of this one well, frankly, I love Katie Holmes. She will always be Joey Potter to me, and I will always be happy when Joey Potter does things. So, um, in your face, your bad opinion. <laughs> um, and honestly, when it came out, I super did not like this movie. I really didn't like it when I went and saw it in theaters, and I was like, this is garbage. Um, so, going into it, my expectations were like through the floor bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but on this rewatch, I was like, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. It's fine. I was actually super into all of the, like, transitions that they were doing in the movie, because it was pretty fun that they would just, like, seamlessly change them to one scene to the next, so. But overall, it was serviceable, I'd say. It wasn't the best one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Emma? What do you think? Well, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my (laughs) life. 
like I was screaming at the TV and I just sat there with my mouth wide open and I was confused the whole time about why things were happening and this is probably the meanest I've ever been but oh, I just don't even know where to start with this one. I'm glad we got this one first. We got out of the way. Well, I'm going to scare people away. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Like, I think if I had felt this, basically, I feel like this is an attempt to be like a princess diaries kind of movie, Uh but like that movie had Julie Andrews and Anna Hathaway is a million times better than Katie Holmes in my book. And yeah i don't know i just she didn't have any chemistry with mark lucas i didn't think mm. i don't know what is what are some <laughs> things she didn't like about it are you asking me yeah uh just the dialogue like every time they talked about something i didn't know why like i don't understand how they were having this conversation or why i just left every scene confused and i don't see i'm sorry i just don't even know i'm so flabbergasted by this one (laughs) um i even thought that there's no way i can watch miss christmas again which oh (laughs) no don't let it ruin it was like my favorite one of last countdown to christmas Don't do it. Don't let that ruin you. Because I went into Miss Christmas really disliking Mark Lucas. Okay. Because I really, you know, didn't love this movie. And frankly, the first time I saw this movie, I hadn't watched all of Dawson's Creek. And I hadn't seen Miss Christmas yet, but I had seen Buffy. So I was like anti-Mark Lucas, neutral on Katie Holmes. The show was just like whatever now as a grown-up i've come back and i've watched it after seeing miss christmas and falling in love with mark lucas Uh and after watching all of dawson's creek so i think it tempered some of my original feelings but oh boy her friend is the worst the roommate yes oh my gosh it's like they went to like a school of like black stereotypes and and black diet like cheesy terrible stereotype dialogue to me she was she was terrible why did she hit on every person like old guys why did she hit on the president yeah that was weird i was so uncomfortable everything about her character was grating and like she even ruined late 90s early 2000s fashion for me (laughs) (laughs) i was all excited because this movie started and Katie Holmes had butterfly clips in her hair, and I was like, yes, this is it. It's way better than I remember. And then her friend showed up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, she's terrible. My least favorite person in any movie, maybe. And the thing that I do appreciate <laughs> about this movie, and I watched it probably, I watched it third of my rewatch, mm-hmm. is that at least her character, um, Katie Holmes's Samantha character, isn't the one who's just like go doing ridiculous stupid stuff for no reason just because they're rebelling against her like she just wants to like go to college <laughs> like she's not like i'm gonna steal a car and murder someone haha <laughs> freedom <laughs> so yeah. at least that, i mean i guess that might have also contributed to that because i was like why are all of these children the worst people on earth and, like, in this one, the worst person on Earth is her roommate, so. 
Yeah. It was a nice change. (laughs) It shook things up. Oh, yeah. I agree. I don't know. I just, there just really wasn't a lot to like in this one. It just wasn't funny, you know, because at least like some of the other ones we'll talk about is try to be funny. And I don't, like, what is Michael Keaton doing in this thing? Like, just standing there looking Michael Keaton. This was this was in like the the dry period of Michael Keaton before uh, he had his resurgence. I yeah, and Forrest Whitaker, Oscar yeah. winner, he directed this. Like that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> weird. And did the weird narration. Yeah, yeah you're right. Without that. Oh man. I was just wondering if you guys remembered this line from <laughs> James. He said, if things were different, I'd still follow you ar- around all the time. Not because I had to, but because I wanted to. And yeah. I almost passed out because I was so freaked out. <laughs> like, that yeah. wasn't romantic. That I don't was want just, a guy following yeah. me around. Restraining order. Also, can we talk about how terrible the joke was that Dylan never spoke? And she was always like, girl, you Gabby Gus. <laughs> <laughs> And none of those jokes landed, and it was so no. stupid. <laughs> none of the joke, none of the attempts at humor oh, no. landed to me, at least. I did, however, super love that their Halloween costumes were Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson Lee. That was hilarious. Okay, I thought that's what that was. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, and it super dated the movie, but also so funny. <laughs> yeah but like i have to say this one it didn't really feel like authentic either because like in reality yeah like they're definitely under a a a microscope for sure like as the president's daughter's daughter for sure but like they also are like somewhat protected and you know they they go to like private schools where they're like where there's you know where they're people that are at least like somewhat somewhat like them it's it's not like it's not like they're going to like public schools you know or like i don't know i i think it's it's just it just didn't feel authentic and it felt kind of entitled to me uh and like i said i can enjoy a movie like the princess diaries which is equally silly but i don't know just feels sort of more authentic and more like a fairy tale and this doesn't really feel like a fairy tale it just feels like oh i'm listening to her complain for two hours (laughs) yeah although to be fair to be fair she complains less than the other people Mm -hmm. in the movie well as as the president's daughter she's like can we just have less security she's not even like give me a night with no security i need freedom please she's like i understand can we just dial it down or like have the guys wear not suits. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Uh well, we're sorry, Emma, that we put you this. <laughs> no, I I kinda had fun watching it with my husband. So it was fine. <laughs> we were just making fun of it the whole time. But so I guess it brought us closer together. Yeah. But you can't review all those other movies and then not include this one i mean honestly i think there are only four that are about the president's child so you've got to do all four oh yeah i understand completely (laughs) but i didn't go into it with really good expectations like in my mind it was the worst movie i've ever seen and i was furious Mm -hmm. so when i watched it i was like i've seen worse movies probably it's fine (laughs) 
Look, Mark Lucas, I like him now. Oh, look, Joey Potter, you know. Move on to our next young uh, adult girl, daughter of the president movie. How weird is it that they both, Chasing Liberty and First Daughter came out the same year? That is so weird. Well, I read that First Daughter was supposed to come out a long time ago. And Mm -hmm. it just sat in limbo for a long time. So that's why, I I don't know. That's a shocker to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I kind of wondered. I'm like, maybe the the Bush daughters inspired inspired them because... Uh, I, I don't know when they went to college, but I, uh, it was around this time period, but maybe that was it. I don't know. It's kind of interesting that we've only had, until Baron, we've had just daughters. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. That it's all just girls. Yeah, random. Uh, so anyway, so Chasing Liberty is the other 2004 first daughter of the president movie uh that we got and this movie uh, stars mandy moore as our uh as our young uh young lady and uh it has matthew good as the lead and i think this not only in my opinion this is not only a massive improvement over first daughter <laughs> I actually thought this was pretty solid i thought this had some interesting things that it tried to address as far as like growing up and exploring your uh maturing exploring her you know her sensuality in a way exploring like trying to figure out who she was what she wanted i think that it created a interesting enough character i thought that they had pretty good chemistry between her and Matthew Good, uh, you know, you get to see Europe, which is pretty and enjoyable. I liked the sort of side relationship between Jeremy Piven and uh, and Annabella Scoria. Scoria. Anyway, um, I thought they were cute. I enjoyed that. Overall, I thought this was pretty solid. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. What about you, Amber? me obviously this is one i like i love this movie so much i watch it all the time movies i mean first of all the soundtrack to it is like the best they literally have mel c doing her like electronic dance music in the background which is amazing because you know spice girl spice up your life but um this movie is so great i love i love so much about it once again butterfly clips um and I don't know. It's just fun, and I love Matthew Good in this movie. He is the best. I don't know. I don't know what to say because I actually really like it. So mm-hmm. I just want Emma to validate my opinions or start a fight. <laughs> what do you think of it? Well, I didn't hate it, so that's ah! good. That's close to liking it. <laughs> yes, I was pretty neutral about this one. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't. I didn't think I'd seen it before, but when I started watching it, I had. <laughs> I was like, yes, I have seen this entire movie. Um, I I don't have really, I'm just, let's give it a C plus for me. And I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I just don't want to get in a fight. <laughs> no, we can fight. I'll fight with you if you want. I love fighting. <laughs> Ask Rachel. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, I, it's not like the greatest movie I've ever seen, but I thought they at least like, 
tried to make a fully fledged real feeling character that like i don't know was making choices and making interesting choices and having like okay conversations and so i don't know like there's been a million of these kind of movies for young girls they go to europe and become like have some kind of adventure whether it's like the lizzie mcguire movie or like monte carlo or uh, there's just tons of these it was and it was kind of trying i think to maybe be a little bit roman holiday-ish too at a certain point that kind of a thing but uh it, it i and i th i it was just i thought that they did better than i expected i guess maybe my expectations were pretty low after seeing first daughter um then i saw this and i'm like oh that's like a realish kind of character <laughs> yeah i also approve of the choice of this movie to tell us that he's secret service before it tells her so that way it's not like ha 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 we yeah. gotcha it's like oh this is interesting Ugh. as opposed to just in the last one where they were like you never saw that coming and we're like, obviously we did because we saw chasing liberty <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't feel tricked so that was good and i was also really excited that they actually went to these other countries and it yeah. wasn't just green screened yeah. yeah that was wonderful I love when people have to pretend that they're married and that they did so. <laughs> but how creepy was that mom that gondola mom <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> sure sure i don't want to like hang out with that grand gondola mom but <laughs> yeah i didn't know her name i was too creeped out the her name is marla and she is professor sprout from harry potter no correct she is. <gasps> to be funny about like locals, you know what I mean? Like that kind of humor. Yeah. Cause that can be super cringy. But yeah, that gondola was a little weird. That that didn't really work. Um, but I don't know. What do you think of uh, Jeremy Piven and that whole sort of side plot? I was confused by it just because I didn't believe that Morales would go for him. That's just me. Just. Mm -hmm. I just thought he was just being a PG version of Jeremy Piven. And I just, she seemed too strong and cool to go for him. Mm. Well, I love Jeremy Piven in this movie. I think he is really funny. Remember when he does hip hop Hebrew on that bridge? Nailed it. <laughs> like, that's, that's one of my favorite things in the whole world. And I wish that there was an entire genre of music that was hip hop Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> have it on my ipod 24 7 <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and i i thought they were kind of fun i enjoyed them yeah I, I, she's probably out of his league but yeah it was okay for me it, it worked but you know you form a bond with your partner that's a thing yeah i can see that i mm. might have been being too harsh about it it's okay you you, <laughs> you like to be a little salty and it, it really adds some spice to this i'm kind of cilantro so like i do love cilantro so <laughs> i will be cilantro-y yeah i mean yeah this is not like roman holiday but like uh, it on levels of good but it was like solid i thought it was i just appreciated that they attempted to treat her like an actual like 18 year old girl who's like dealing with all of these things that a you know dealing with losing your virginity dealing with 
like stuff that many young teens are having to kind of question and wonder about and i i appreciated that so uh it, i thought it was i thought it was was pretty entertaining i really enjoyed the six million dollar man stickers i thought that was so yeah. cute to, oh yeah um, just have those and when you feel alone you see one of those stickers somewhere and then you don't feel alone i just thought that was really cute yeah that I was felt for that yeah I definitely at some several points in my life have looked for stickers to buy so I could stick them on walls, but I have never been able to find any available. So somebody make me some six million dollar man stickers, please. Or you can make like a Hallmarkies podcast sticker. <gasps> we should make that. a Hallmarkies podcast sticker and stick it all over the world. Mm-hmm. We already have shirts. So it'll just be Salt Lake City, but there'll be like a million of them. <laughs> talk about first kid okay so this is 1996 we're going way back yeah this is the first one <laughs> um yeah so this is like big time sinbad like leading man like yes very exciting for him and uh it's about so this this time we're we're out of the young young adult area and we are dealing with a a a kid 13 year old so i guess technically a teen i guess but anyway uh and that's the son of a president and he is uh under basically under kind of house arrest basically like they're very worried about him and he ends up going to this like private school but there's uh, all these bullies the kid from home alone is like super mean and like really bad at acting but let's not talk about that (laughs) yeah that's all i'm gonna say yeah (laughs) and basically like his secret service agent is sinbad and they become kind of friends and sinbad kind of helps him sort of break the rules but it's all for like the good of the kid or whatever and yeah so this movie i just thought was kind of boring i'm gonna not gonna lie it didn't do anything for me it was just kind of i didn't think sinbad was funny and i thought it was kind of boring and then it ends on this kind of like i felt like the last 20 minutes were from like a different movie all of a sudden (laughs) it's like this sort of kind of violent like <laughs> um like stakeout thing like and i i don't know like yeah it didn't i didn't like this movie it didn't work for me all right well i love sinbad i think he's so funny and basically that's what this movie comes down to like do you think sinbad is funny <laughs> or not because if you do then you're like ah he's killing it and if you don't then you're like this movie is really long yeah <laughs> what side did you come out on emma i'm so embarrassed but i really enjoyed it <laughs> yes yes that's my girl that's my hot remark yes. <laughs> i okay i think part of it has to do with that i watched it in two parts I took a two-hour break to eat supper and take care of my kid. Smart. Um, and I came back, and my husband was watching with me, and we were just, like, cracking up the whole time, and it was just a great time. I loved it. <laughs> and um, the most impressive part of the movie is that Sinbad wears at least 16 different ties. 
and I wrote them all down Amazing. because I was so impressed by all of them. <laughs> the best one, there's one that was like pre-emoji tie. Oh. Like they were emojis, but this was the 90s. So he was just setting the tone. <laughs> and um, what else? There's one with lips all over them. There was an eye chart one. That, well, that alone chart made them really dope. Yeah, I love that one. It was super duper dope. <laughs> Sorry, I heard someone say something was super duper dope a long time ago, and I couldn't believe that that had happened. So now I use it all the time. Well, I mean, that it feels <laughs> like that fits with this movie. So it might have been me because I feel like I do say things are super duper dope. <laughs> it might have been me on the podcast and feel like, what an idiot. And I say it, but it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Amber, do you have a particular, like, scene or joke or something that you really like? Or? Oh, my gosh. So, it's not <laughs> probably not even funny in real life, but my family has always thought this was funny, and we talk about it. And when he says, he will chew my butt off. You know what that Oh, yes. <laughs> He'll just keep chewing, and my butt will get smaller and smaller until I won't have a butt anymore. I'll just be, a, like, a stomach and then legs. And then I'll just slide off a chair. <laughs> like, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not Sinbad, so I can't pull it off as well as he does. But that joke is so funny to me and all of my sisters when we were growing up. And I will always love it. I don't know how that couldn't be funny. I loved it. Yeah, Rachel, how is that not funny? <laughs> <laughs> I... <Explain> yourself. <laughs> I don't even remember that joke. So I it just kind of went in one ear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, wait. Remember when he's in the pizza costume and he said, <laughs> I haven't been on skates since I was 15 years old. Back then I had a pizza face. Now I have a big pizza face. <laughs> that is funny, Rachel. Come on. Well, in my opinion, the best part of the movie came shortly after that when uh -huh. um, it's Luke, right? Yeah, Luke was yeah. Um, in disguise and skating behind Katie and her friend. Oh my gosh, Katie. Great party. <laughs> And um, the friend said, you know that guy in chemistry with the really bad acne? Well, he's going out with Linda. What was that? I don't understand why that was in the movie. Wait, but I laughed so hard. That's the part you laughed at? Because our family, like, like all of my cousins, like my, apparently this was a very important movie to us. <laughs> right after that line, there's the other friend goes, Great party, Katie. You're so popular. <laughs> I didn't hear that because I was too busy laughing at the other part. Dang it. And, and we say that to each other all the time. Like, we'll go to a family party and they'll be like, great party, Grandma. You're so popular. <laughs> like, it's very funny. Well, now I'm going to say that one instead of the other one. Because <laughs> it, it applies in more situations. <laughs> <laughs> well he's going out with linda i'm gonna bring that up all the time now. I'm, I'm gonna stick with that one because <laughs> it's weird you know that guy wearing that strange baggy pants well, he's going out with linda <laughs> See, i mean i actually thought that the little kid did pretty good in like the scenes that required him to be emotional yeah i i i, I bought it and i felt like it, it it was pretty good but uh i i don't know i just it was just boring for me. A lot of it just didn't, I just didn't, uh, but yeah, the scene where he's talking about being bullied and missing yeah. his mom, uh, and, uh, I don't know, just being lonely. I, I thought were worked pretty well, uh, but yeah, I guess we just all have those comics that aren't for us. 
and uh, Sinbad is one of those for me. Yeah. That kid, Brock Pierce, um, I think does do a really good job. And I actually was like, poor Baron, like just thinking about his poor little life being just (laughs) a lonely little kid that lives at the first, but he doesn't live there. But anyway, yeah, thinking how sad for him that he's probably like always alone. Um, So this movie made me feel so sad for Baron. Anyway, but also um, this kid, Brock Pierce, is like super mega millionaire now i know (laughs) mr bitcoin character the timothy westfield character was from like another movie i don't know i thought it was weird uh it seemed pretty in line with a lot of these movies like i mean have you even seen three ninjas rachel (laughs) i don't think i have i have not Uh, you guys get hip on your like they they get like kids movies kind of intense violent at the end like i mean just like the whole time basically like home alone's intense violent rachel yeah but it's more like i don't know it's no i'll fight you no (laughs) i I think more violent than stepping on a nail yes but it's more of in sort of i think kind of a looney tunes kind of a way of like slapsticky kind of a feel whereas this was just like flat out like i'm gonna kill this kid if you don't like do anything like i uh, i don't know to me it felt like it was a very different kind of movie than than the rest of the movie to me i can see what you're saying but i feel like it almost needed it because he's supposed to be protecting his life it mm-hmm. there needed to be some big thing happen but i was actually i thought it was kind of scary yeah <laughs> i don't know that's what i'm how bad did you feel for little Luke just being held hostage? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. Like a different movie. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I, felt, I felt like they earned it. And they set it up with the creepy, like, online guy. Which, like, can you imagine how yeah. topical that was? I mean, mm-hmm. it's still topical because people always meet weird strangers online. Hashtag catfish. Mm-hmm. But, like. Yeah, Mongoose 12. No good. Yeah. My favorite part, though, was when Mongoose 12 was like, LOL, and then in parentheses wrote, laugh out loud. That was my favorite part, too. I wrote it down. I was looking at it as you said that. (laughs) Um, So, okay. I just want to know if I am dumb. Be nice when you answer this. Did you think it was going to be his old agent who was Mongoose 12? Did you mean? I mean, I knew it, but I don't know what I knew initially when I was, like, eight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking maybe it's the mean kid from school and they're going to find something in common. Maybe it's the girl. And then I also thought that maybe it was Bill Clinton who was looking for his saxophone still. (laughs) You remember that? They're on this weird iPhone, like, free iPhone, talking to Bill Clinton, like, have you seen my saxophone? I think that was in First Daughter, though, wasn't it? uh wait what was that in this movie or was that in first daughter oh i swore it was in this one no it's in this one there's totally a bill clinton cameo in this movie oh okay yeah yeah it's in this one and you also get the (laughs) you also get the sunny bono uh yeah what was that weird amazing (laughs) who cares (laughs) they got sunny bono to be in the movie if you can get someone to be in your movie you're just like yep you're in (laughs) 
but yeah i i this is my first time seeing it so i i mm-hmm. agree with you emma that i thought it i kind of thought it might be the bully i could see that because you just so briefly see the other agent like yeah that it was a little bit of a surprise and yeah it was just like wow this movie took a turn and uh so you know whereas at least in home alone you see that you know the web bandits are there the whole movie like yeah yeah. so but um but anyway yeah i mean it's harmless i just thought it was kind of boring for me uh well any of the boring parts were made funny to me by sinbad being the funniest the the last one we're gonna talk about i did think it was funny it actually did make me laugh uh so i don't know i just all right, let's just skip to Will Friedle. Let's talk about my date with the president's daughter. First things yeah. first, we need to say best theme song in the history of the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, this was 1998. This was a Disney Channel movie. And uh, I I enjoyed watching this. This is about a the president has a daughter once again (laughs) and uh she ends up uh she's uh she ends up meeting this boy played by will friedel at the mall and uh she doesn't tell him that she's the president's daughter and he asks her to this school dance and she she gives him her dress which he doesn't realize is the white house and anyway so they end up having this adventure together and i i think that will friedel is a delight and i love him i am a huge uh boy meets world fan i i it's one show that i watched the whole show from from day one to the end uh they were basically like the characters on that show were basically the same age as me like (laughs) so like when they when they were in high school i was in high school and when they went to college like i was going to college and i don't know so i i really connected very much with topanga and Corey and (laughs) the whole team so anytime i can see any of them in anything i'm happy and i was so devastated that girl meets world got canceled and uh, i mean wilfred l you played eric matthews on boy meets world and he was definitely the comic relief and he started out being kind of like the cool character but then i think they realized that he had this comic timing and they started to make him really goofy as the series went on but I, I don't know. I still just loved him. I thought he was great. It was really funny. And I thought that he was charming in this and uh, that he elevated the whole thing. And you have Dabney Coleman in it as the president. He's great. Uh, and so it was a pretty solid cast for a TV movie, I think. And overall, I liked it. I thought this one was pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing. I love this movie so much. Um, the girl is a little bit irritating to me because, like, what is wrong with her? Mm-hmm. Picking fights with truckers and stealing cars and making him spend $700. Like, she's mm-hmm. the worst. Can we agree that she's the worst yes. of all the kids? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but despite that and how irritating she is and how stupid 
the both of the all the parents are Wilfredell makes this movie a delight. Yeah, he agreed. is the absolute greatest. I want Wilfredell in a Hallmark movie more than I can possibly say. I don't even know what he would be, but I would. It would be the yes. best movie of the year. Agreed. We need to make that happen. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking really hard about it right now. That's why I'm being quiet. Like oh what he gosh. would be. Wouldn't he be an amazing Santa? Like a funny Santa? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously a young Santa, but like a funny young Santa? Yeah, he would be so good. He has to have the same haircut that he did in this movie. Like he still has to have that. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time I looked at him, I I kept thinking that haircut is terrible, but I just accept it. That's how I picture him. (laughs) So I was fine with it. Yeah. But I'm also not. <laughs> it's it's a very confusing thing for me. I think I don't know this this movie it clips along pretty well, and so I think that yeah. helps it a little bit. You know, that's the thing that's nice about these TV movies is they they uh, they don't feel the need to be feature length. Could you imagine how unbearable it would be without Will Friedel if it was just like? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Zachary Ty Bryant. <laughs> Yeah, if it was just like generic Disney Channel '90s person, then it would be pretty brutal. He literally carries this entire movie on his back, I, and he does a great job. I love I I love Dabney Coleman. I think he's a really really good cat comic actor. So I thought he was pretty fun as the president. So eh, but even his part wasn't like the best. But Rule Friedel made every scene pop. <laughs> and he had the most 90s character name of all time with Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, so yeah, I can't think of anything true. more nice than that. That's when you guys first point. messaged me about doing this and I saw my date with the president's daughter was on there, I cracked up for 15 minutes and ran and ca- called my dad because um, we hate watched this when I was like in third or fourth grade. Like, what? Was, oh, really? I, I, well, here's a, <laughs> Well, my dad's a huge movie snob, so he raised me to be a movie snob, uh-huh. and I'm recovering now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just, that's just a huge inside joke between us, and I still sing that theme song all the time. It's so good. You know, I wish there was a, like, a full-length version of that that I could listen to all the time. There's not. I've loved, obviously. <laughs> Um, But it was by the Presidents of the United States. That was so, that's just funny to me. What do you think of her pink dress? Oh my gosh. Could there be a more 90s dress? Yeah. (laughs) Literally, it's bright pink spaghetti strap short dress with, made out of like velour. Like, yes, give me your velour shiny dress. I would wear that. I mean, I couldn't pull it off, but. Oh, I don't know if I could either, but I want to. (laughs) When I remember this movie, I think about the theme song, that pink dress, and then the eye ring. The eye ring is so epic. I want one of those. I'll find you one, Emma. Thank you, and I'll design you a sticker. (laughs) Somebody contact the President of the United States and make them make that song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I yeah it, she looked like she could be a groupie for the spice girls it was yeah. very very 90s which i enjoyed and i thought they had like 
even though she was kind of annoying i thought they had okay chemistry like it was better than first daughter chemistry yeah and especially when you consider like it literally is their first date yeah yeah agreed didn't you feel bad for duncan the whole time though a hundred percent i don't care that it was for a bit like i don't even care about that for some reason but i just yeah. felt so bad for him because well was- it wasn't even like really a rude bet yeah it wasn't like i bet you can't make this girl look beautiful in time for prom (laughs) but it was like you're such a dweeb i bet you and your magic can't even make the date appear and he was like poof i have a date give me your president's daughter yeah but whatever i mean there's some uh, a little bit of a tense moment towards the end oh my god disney channel movie where she gets in some, she's in some tense situations. Let's put it that way, mm-hmm. uh, with this uh, this guy in this frat house. It's, it's it's interesting. They go there for Disney Channel movie. I need him to be arrested, like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the the kind of person you see on a cautionary tale lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. It was scary, uh, and. He- <laughs> and he has to and and duncan has to basically steal that uh that motorcycle to to go after her he's like this is in service of the u.s government poor duncan committing felonies i know (laughs) how would you rank these four movies amber just like within themselves yeah like one to four um i would honestly put chasing liberty first and then mm, first kid then my date with the president's daughter and then like really far down first daughter like it's a pretty tight grouping up at the top and then it's it's not that tight for first daughter but i you know i didn't want to kill myself when watching first daughter so okay uh emma how would you rank it rank the four well i don't want to be judged but I thought first kid was number one. <laughs> nice. Can't blame you. <laughs> and then I'd go with Chasing Liberty, My Date with the President's Daughter. And then, like, just as far as down as you can go, number seven, <laughs> first daughter. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say Chasing Liberty is way higher than the rest. I thought it actually tried to make, like, real characters that had real problems that I related to. And I just liked it a lot. And uh, and then I would say my date with the president's daughter is second. And then first kid. And then, yeah, first daughter. <laughs> we all agree that that one is definitely the worst. And it was probably good that I started with that as my first film. And it, but it was kind of bad because I, I was like texting Amber. I'm like, why are you making me do this? Like, and I was like, Rachel, it's going to be the worst one. Just it and then you'll be fine. But haven't I suffered enough? You know, like I already had to watch the perfect Christmas present and finding uh, engaging father Christmas in these movies. Um, so, <laughs> so, but it was good because it kind of set the bar low and everything could kind of uh-huh. go up from there. So, so it was probably the best way to, to go about it. Uh, but, um, 
But yeah, so there you go. That's these four movies. So we have started a new thing, uh, relatively new, where we like to give our guests, we got to get to know them a little bit better and ask them some silly questions. And so we'd like to do that with you, Emma. And so, so, <laughs> so have at it, Amber. All right. So first and foremost, um, what is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, um, cappuccino interesting very exotic um <laughs> next what is your favorite color oh it's in between green and white so white for clothing green. and decor oh <laughs> gotcha and, wait i got my favorite color wrong it's blue why did i say green <laughs> i don't know what is your what music are you listening to right now Ooh, i Love to listen to Switchfoot. Yes. John Foreman. So we're going to um, go back to Chasing Liberty and thank Mandy Moore for bringing Switchfoot to the mainstream and a walk to remember. Absolutely. Oh. So I will always love her because of that. And I also listen to Casey Musgraves a lot. And mm -hmm. I love Ben Folds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Weezer. And yeah, I just love all different types of music awesome and i've been listening to let it go a lot from frozen because yes. my one and a half year old watches that part of the movie and then sings go go with like her hands out like she's elsa and it's the cutest thing ever so i have that song in my head all the time that's adorable isn't it it's so amazing how much frozen connects with little girls like i know people get sick of it but it really it is amazing the the other day I was babysitting a, I don't know, like a four and like a two-year-old. And I have like very little for kids to do in my house. And so it was basically like, watch Disney movies all day. And uh, me and these girls. And I put on like, I put on Jungle Book. They didn't like that. I put on, uh, I'm trying to remember what else, a bunch of different things they didn't like. And then I put on Frozen and they were like, oh, <laughs> I sat down. They were so excited. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just interesting how, how it just, it's just their movie. It's the movie of the generation. It's so sweet. It's a good movie. It makes me cry so much. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, what is your go-to date night food? Oh, Mexican food. Excellent. Ooh. Um, what's your go-to date night activity? Well, eating. <laughs> That's our favorite thing to do is to go out to eat. Okay. I love it. And then we'll watch um, a movie or something afterwards. What's, your we, what's a great date night movie for you? Huh. One you guys well, really like. It's kind of hard right now because I'm making them watch so many Hallmark movies. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, right now we're watching a lot of the big interview with Dan Rather. I know that's not a movie, but they, he interviews um, a lot of musicians and actors, oh. and we love that. Oh, that's so romantic, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's very educational. So educational. We're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like your counterbalance to Hallmark? I guess, yeah. <laughs> He's like, we have to watch music television. And they're like, we have to watch Hallmark. So he's very patient with me. <laughs> okay. Um, and then dogs or cats? Cats. Perfect. That's the right answer. Absolutely. Um, beaches <laughs> or mountains? Mountains. 
perfect like right answer. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and then fancy dress clothes or sweats? Oh. Okay, so I've been in sweats since I've I had my kid a year and a half ago. And it's so comfortable, but I really want to dress up. I miss dressing up. Okay. But most of the time I will look like a slob garbage person. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, okay. And then favorite holiday. What do you think? President's Day. <laughs> no, Christmas. I, I watch Christmas movies year round. That's that's the way to be, right, Emma? You're the you're just making good choices all around. Thank you. Okay, and then this is the toughest question. Mm-hmm. You're gonna ask me what my favorite um, Disney Channel original movie is, aren't you? No, but oh. close. <laughs> favorite Hallmark movie, and then you can do Disney Channel original movie, but okay, it'll be a bonus. Favorite Hallmark movie, and I, this is gonna be super weird because I'm gonna do a non. Christmas and then a Christmas. All nope, right. That's my totally, favorite that's how I know you're an actual Hallmark <laughs> So my favorite non-Christmas is Rachel's favorite. Is it? It's oh my gosh! I can't think of the name. I just got really nervous. It's like How to Fall in Love, right? Oh yeah, How to Fall in Love. It's super cute. Okay, love it. I just like yeah. blacked out. I got nervous, and then <laughs> and then. Amber's gonna pass out because it's the nine lives of Christmas. Oh, <laughs> see, this is why you're, you just fit in so well here. <laughs> I just love it so much. But cool. um, the first um, Hallmark Christmas movie I ever watched was The Christmas Card, so I feel like I have to be loyal to it and say it's my favorite. But in all honesty, it is Nine Lives. Yeah, Nine cool. Lives is just so good. It is good. Kimberly says, "Dad, can we just?" Oh, she's so good. Yes, it's really, really good. We we both really like that. So good choices. How to fall in love is super good. I I still really like the Christmas card. So I'm still drinking the Kool Aid on that one. So (laughs) (laughs) yes. So good choices all around. And uh, thanks so much. Hey, hey, favorite decom. Yeah, Yeah, favorite decom. Okay. Oh, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have three that are tied. Okay. <laughs> Johnny Tsunami, which Excellent. I will watch forever. Um, Motocross, because it cracks me up. And then High School Musical 3, which doesn't really count as a Disney Channel original movie because it was in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're, do you remember in Johnny Tsunami where there's that boarder who's like, did he just stomp that landing? Yeah. You know that guy, Noah Bastian? Um, he's from Utah. Okay. And he was in Together, the short-lived MTV boy band that had a story <laughs> okay. and a movie. And I met him in real life. Boom. <gasps> what did you say? <laughs> also, crazy bonkers. When I went to California, um, Johnny Tsunami was the bartender. What? Yeah. Where where you went? He was the bartender? Yes. That's so random. The the grandpa Johnny Tsunami or the young Johnny Tsunami? The young Johnny Tsunami. You talked to him? I no, I didn't because oh I Oh my god. But he was there and I took pictures and I was like, why is he at a bar? This is Johnny Tsunami. He should be stomping that landing. <laughs> Oh my what? gosh. I've never seen Johnny Tsunami. What Amber is your favorite 
a, major, a Disney TV movie. Okay, so for the longest time, I thought it was Stepsister from Planet Weird. Uh-huh. And then I watched it again, and I, I'm not sure. Didn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I just really loved both of the guys in that movie. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <I'm a child. laughs> Probably on <coughs> motocross, though. Okay. Wow, look at you guys. Um, yeah, so... Rachel I, doesn't even know. I guess her favorite no, is probably my date with the president's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Disney is my thing. So I have seen many a, a, a Disney Channel movie. Um, I, I do love High School Musical. Like, I not ironically, I actually really love it. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I really like the Kim Possible movie because animation is also kind of my thing. And it's got Will Friedle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I like... Uh, uh, the there's this really like random one from the 80s that is super fun uh that's called mr boogity because <laughs> i do a disney scares uh month in october on my channel and uh so i've i've done all the obvious ones because now we're on year three and uh, so i was having to dig a little deeper and i like the halloween town ones and then i uh, i i did uh this found this movie called Mr. Boogity and it was actually really fun and uh I, I enjoyed it very much and I also I actually like the Descendants movies I people like have this bizarre hatred for them that I don't really understand but uh, I think they're fun I enjoy them and especially the first one second one wasn't as good uh, and I also saw this weekend, I saw their new movie, Zombies, and I totally dug it. I thought it was super fun. Great songs, great choreography, and I thought it had a really important message that they did a good job with, so I, I liked that a lot. So I like Also, the- I forgot that I really love Under Wraps, the Disney Channel original movie. Oh, I haven't seen that one. About a mummy. Mm. I don't know if I've seen that one. You've never seen Under Wraps? I, I have really never loved know. a boy more than I loved the main guy in that movie. <laughs> Who is it? He's like five years old. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me they, see. they have been like killing it with these musicals lately, I think, though. Yeah. I like the teen, teen Beach movies are super fun. Mm-hmm. I just really like these musicals. Well, I remember oh, thinking, you'll never be high school musical. I was watching Teen Beach movie. No. So... It's not as good, but it's still pretty fun, I think. Thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we hope you had a good time. I did. Thank you so much for having me. It's a dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully this will be the first of many times. Oh, yes, please. Okay, we'll definitely do it. And uh, so, Amber, where can people find you? Um, As always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Awesome. So you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. Family Movie Night series every Sunday, I post a review that you have a movie you can watch with your entire family. And this week I did my own review of The Cutting Edge, which we did the whole podcast on. So you want to check that out and have fun with that. And uh, yeah, thanks again. And uh, we will uh, see you all or you'll hear from us all again in a few days when we're talking countdown to valentine's bye bye everybody